Welcome to Uncommon Real Estate, where it's all about finding creative solutions for real estate agents and investors. In exclusive mastermind conversations with some of the brightest minds in real estate, you'll learn how to earn an extra six figures a year. Don't follow the herd. Be uncommon. Here are your hosts, multi-millionaire real estate agent and investor, Chris Craddock and Jeff Safright. Welcome to another episode of the Uncommon Real Estate Podcast. This is your host, Chris Craddock, and I am here today going to share with you something that's near and dear to my heart, some principles that I hold near and dear that I've put together that I talk about pretty regularly, and I'm just looking forward to sharing with everybody these principles. With that said, wealth is when your money works harder than you work, right? When you're wealthy, you have options, you have freedom. When you're poor, you don't have many options, and even the ones you do stink. So we are all about having wealth so that we can have freedom in our life. We can have choices to do the things that we want to do. With that said, I am going to share with you the principles that I have found have helped me. These are, I just literally spent some time and started jotting down the things that I repeat over and over again, things that when I make decisions, I think about all the time. And these are the ones I wanted to just share with you all. So number one, be a quick learner. I share these with my kids all the time. Every time I see my kids make the same mistake over and over again, I'm like, guys, the best people in the world, whatever it is, are quick learners. There's a book called The Art of Learning that if you have not read, you've got to read. And if you're not a reader, you need to become a reader or I'm more of a listener, right? Like when I'm at the gym this morning, it's at the gym, had an hour of audible going on, my headphones in while I'm taking my alpha class at Lifetime. And so I'm listening, I get an hour in of something to level up. The book, The Art of Learning, which says that if you are a fast learner, you can be world-class so quickly in just about anything if you are a learner. And Keith Cunningham in his book, The uh, Road Less Stupid, which is such a great name, <laughs> refers to paying the stupid tax, right? You don't want to be paying the stupid tax in your life, which is making the same mistake over and over again. You know, if you make the mistake once, that happens. If you make the mistake a second time, you've paid a stupid tax and you deserve what you get from it. But we tend to make mistakes over and over again. But if you want to know what the real wise people do, if you want to know what the real wise people do, then you, you're going to learn from other people, right? I'm a Christian guy. There's a verse in the Bible that says there's wisdom in many counselors. I found that when I was in this mastermind, one of the people there had us do a life map. And throughout, every time I leveled up in my life, I looked and I correlated with a relationship, some friendship that happened in my life that made me think differently, think bigger and become a different person because of it. So if you want to be a quick learner, you got to be around other people and don't make the same mistake twice, but learn from other people so that you don't even have to make the same mistake once. So be a quick learner. Number two, people over profits. There's been a number of times where agents on my team have thought that I've said one thing and I definitely didn't say that. So I'll talk through it. And most of the time, if it's just way outlandish, I'll bring in somebody else so that I can say, Hey, am I hearing the same? Are we hearing the same thing? But if it's gray and I could have said something that I didn't think I said, where it means more money for them and less money for me or whatever it is, I tend to always try to defer to them, right? Or if we're on the fence and we're not sure, and it's just a, a, a small percentage point, 
I try to defer to them because I, I think that relationships over a lifetime are worth millions and millions of dollars, but a lot of people are short-sighted and don't see it as such. So people over profits. Number three, without vision, people perish. This is a verse in the Bible. It's something that I hold dear, near and dear. We were doing a Q&A session for our team, the Redux group this morning in our morning huddle. And one of the agents was saying, what do you do when a buyer wants to get involved or wants to buy a house, but they're nervous about getting into a bidding war? And what we realized is the big problem with that is we've got to be a better leader, right? We lead them through what we're saying at the beginning, and we lead them through the process. And so some of the things like David, our COO, said, don't ever call it a bidding war because a war is violent. A war is aggressive. And a lot of times people don't want to get into aggressive, violent places. So what you would say in a place like this is you give them vision and say, well, wow, this house really does seem to fit everything that you talked about. I could see you raising your kids here. I could see you hosting the parties that you discussed in this kitchen. I talked to the agent. I think we've got a good plan and a good strategy to go forward here. Why don't we just, why don't we work on putting together something that could fit here? So whatever it is, something like that, but you give them vision to see where they could go. But if they're just like, oh my gosh, it's going to be a bidding war. I'm going to overpay all the other stuff without vision. They're out. You lose buyers. You got to give them vision. Here's another one that I, I, oh my gosh, I love this one. The better your people, the better your life. The better your people, the better your life. Or it's also said, it's hard to be a good leader of mediocre people. And so you really work to bring people that are A players into your world. Right now, understand this. This is a quote I stole from Jessica Pearson from Suits. When you play with tigers, you're going to get swiped. So when you have A players, you've got a lot of strong personalities all in one room. But if they know you love them, you care for them, and you're working hard to just help them feel loved and that you are bringing them to the best version of themselves, then you can keep that in one room and uh, just get better. The better the people, you're better your life. All right, here's the other one. This is actually the quote that made me decide to sit down and codify these because I kept hearing people on my real estate team quote me saying this, and I would say it all the time. And then I was like, I probably should sit down and start codifying these principles. Everything is figure outable. Everything is figure outable. The reality is we can figure anything out if you give it enough time and, and you think about it, where most people, they say, oh my gosh, the door's locked. I got here and the door's locked. Is the window unlocked? Is the back door unlocked? Have you called to see if there's somebody nearby that could bring a key? Is there, is there other options that, that are out there? So always try to figure out the solution. Don't think that you've reached a dead end. Everything is figure outable, right? Next one, activity and skill. Ooh, I love this one. Massive and perfect action is one of my favorite phrases in the world. And the reality is in real estate, I see this over and over again. There are some incredibly good real estate agents that will never make any money ever because they don't talk to enough people. And I'm just telling you, you can have everything you want in life if you talk to enough people every day. That is the crazy thing. We, in, in one of the other phrases, you can have everything you want in life if you help other people get what they want in life. 
But I'm telling you, you can have everything you want in life if you talk to enough people. So activity. And then what happens when you get good at the activity that you're doing, right? So even think about it this way. You can have a super dull axe. And if you hit a tree enough times, it's going to come down. But what happens if you have a dull axe and then you sharpen that axe, make it a sharp axe, and then you hit the tree, activity and skill wins. And so every single day for real estate agents on my team, they need to be talking to a minimum 10 people a day. If you don't talk to a minimum of 10 people a day, you are not working hard enough to get where you need to be in life. You can never, ever complain that you are not hitting your goals if you do not talk to a minimum of 10 people a day. That is the rule. Legitimately, you have no excuse and no reason to say it's hard or it's difficult if you don't talk to 10 people a day. And I would say you need an hour a day, an hour a day of leveling up, which is I'm telling you, I'm charging my AirPods. Again, every single day, lifetime, six to seven, I am in the alpha class, listen to whatever I'm listening to. And right now, it's the book called Crux, which is about business and leadership strategy. And it's a great book. So I'm listening to whatever I am. And then from seven to eight, I, I go play pickleball. And it's awesome. I love it. All right, activity and skill. The next one, be competitive. Be competitive. Competition is good. I love competition. I encourage competition in my own life, right? I do stupid things where like I'm driving my truck and I will, one day I'll just turn on the gas mileage, right? And I drive a, a Ford Raptor, so I don't get great mileage. It's 16 miles to the gallon, right? And I'm looking at the gauge and I'm always trying to keep the gauge just above 16 miles to the gallon so that I can get there. And it'll be 16.1 miles to the gallon or 16.2 miles to the gallon or, or something like that. Or the opposite, and this usually costs me miles to the gallon, is I'll look at ways and it says, I'm going to be there in 17 minutes. And I'm like, ooh, I can do 14. I'm going to get 14, right? Whatever it is, just cultivate competition in your life. I love pickleball because I like to play and I like to compete. If, if we can cultivate competition, now, the, every once in a while, I get annoyed. Like this morning, some guy called a ball out that was definitely not out. I get annoyed and, and I need to control myself. When I get annoyed and just be like, let it go. Instead, I held on to it for two minutes. I was like, why is he calling the ball out? Come on, don't do that. And he knew it wasn't out. All right, now I'm letting it come back in. But the reality is at the end, people over profits, people over winning, all the other stuff. And so then I let it go and I was really friendly and everything else. And I didn't say anything mean or nasty like I wanted to at the time, but I still was able to compete, right? You want to cultivate competition. Next. Seek advice weekly from an expert. Seek advice weekly from an expert. Every week, you need to find somebody that is better than you in some area of life that you can ask for advice. Maybe you're a leader and you find somebody that runs great meetings. You ask them about, how do I run a great meeting? Maybe somebody's great at investing in real estate. You find somebody that invests in a lot of real estate and you say, how do I invest in a lot of real estate? How do I get good at this? Maybe I want to invest in real estate, but I have some cash, but not enough to like actually have this become my livelihood. Find somebody that's done it. But every week, if you don't find an expert you can reach out to every week and get on the phone with, then you're not working hard enough to level up. So find an expert every week and get on the phone with them. And I'll tell you, this is even to this day, earlier this week, there's a guy, he owns like 30 golf courses, owns all this commercial real estate. I met him while playing pickleball over in Reston, Virginia. He was just happened to be in the area out there. And he was an older retired guy. 
But he drove up in this really nice car. And I was like, dude, this is a great car. And uh, he told me he collects cars. And so I just started asking him questions. And then I was like, hey, man, can I just give you a call and talk to you about business? I'd, I'd love to understand how you think about business. And he's like, yeah, sure. Give me his phone number. And I reached out, waiting to hear back from him. And I'm going to call him again. If he doesn't call me uh, here shortly. So always, always weekly find that expert. Next, if you take their advice, you get their life. Understand this. So if you find somebody that maybe is a good business guy, but their family is falling apart, they've been divorced nine times, whatever, then you could say, okay, where can I take advice? All right, this is how to lead people well in the business world. But am I going to talk to you about marriage tips? Probably not. So those are the things that, that we need to think through is take their advice, get their life. Next, I already said this, it's so important, massive and perfect action. There's the book, The Ender's Game. There's also a, a movie about it. And I remember seeing the movie and at the very end, uh, Harrison Ford is mentoring the, the young kid that's taking off on the spaceship to save the, save the day. And what happened was the mom of the boy or the mom was like, is he ready? Is he ready? And Harrison Ford's comment was so powerful. We're never ready. We go when we're ready enough. And here's the, the whole thing. You, you go when you're ready enough. And so many people in real estate, they want to sit and think about it and think about it. I'll tell you, there was this girl that was on my team. She was so smart and so good with people, but she always had to overthink everything. And I kept saying to her, I'm like, you can't make it in this industry if you overthink it. You've got to get on the phone. And so literally every time I saw her prospecting, she would spend 10 to 15 minutes before she would make any call, like reading up on them, checking out, like all this other stuff. And then she'd make the call and then they wouldn't pick up. And then she would do it again. And so she would have an hour go by where she did not talk to any people because she spent most of her time doing research. And I'm like, just talk to people, get on the phone. You got to figure it out. So massive and perfect action. Next bring energy. Now, I know most of you guys are listening and not watching, but anybody that's watching, I've got this uh, Newton's cradle in my office. And in the mornings, I pull it up and I pop the ball. And you, you know the Newton's cradle, it's like the, the, the five balls that you literally pull one up from the side and it just gets the ball rolling. Well, here's what I see as my job in my world is every morning, I need to create energy in my world. Every morning, I need to create energy for the people that are in my company, for the, my clients, for the people around me. And it just reminds me, okay, you've got to create energy. And here's what happens. And you can pull the ball up, let it go. Boom, boom, boom. But what happens eventually is entropy happens. There's no longer energy coming and the ball stop moving. And we see it. So we got to add more energy again. So that's the whole idea. Add energy. Next, to whom much is given, much is demanded. Or if you have the ability, you have the responsibility. Super important. Next, morning routine. If you don't have a morning routine, I'm telling you, especially for more high energy people, and I know a lot of us are ADHD type people in this business. If you don't have something that helps you diffuse your energy, like where you work out in the mornings, um, your energy will go everywhere. And the way I like to describe it is, I, I love the comic book movies and the comic books and all that. And so I think of Cyclops in X-Men when he doesn't have like the special glasses, he just has this blast of energy, this laser that's just destroying everything. But when he has the special glasses, he can control it. 
And I feel like having a morning routine where I focus what I do in my day and focus my energy allows me to control it. Next, persistence breaks resistance. This is one of my favorite sayings, persistence breaks resistance. If you just keep going and keep going, you have got it. Do not give up. Keep going. The reason why most people fail is because they quit too soon. Persistence breaks resistance. Next, you can do anything for five minutes at a time. Some of you guys know this, some of you don't, that I, I have a doctorate. The way that I got through my dissertation as somebody that is not naturally a writer was every morning for 15 minutes, I would wake up and I'd work on my dissertation for 15 minutes for whatever it was, a year and a half. And I just knocked it out. I essentially wrote a book, um, which is what my dissertation was in that period, 15 minutes at a time. When I was running, uh, I ran a number of marathons. When I was running uh, marathons, I, I would look at it when I felt really tired. I'm like, look, just run for 15 more minutes. You can do anything for 15 minutes. And when that, and I was playing a stupid mind game because I still had two hours of running left or an hour of running left or whatever it was. And I'm like, just 15 minutes more. And by saying that, I was like, yeah, I can do anything for 15 minutes more. And I just kept going. So when you feel like quitting, when you feel like not prospecting, when you feel like any of the other stuff that you're not doing, just know that you can do anything for 15 minutes at a time. You can just push yourself for 15 minutes at a time. Even if you got two hours left, just say, I'm going to do 15 more minutes. And I'm telling you, you can do it 15 minutes at a time. Next, no shortcuts. So this is a big area in, in my life where early on when I was in ministry and I had no money, we would look for shortcuts. We'd find like furniture that was super, super cheap. Well, you know what happened in that furniture? It didn't fit. It broke. It was terrible. And so we were trying to take shortcuts to get what we wanted and it did not work. So don't take those shortcuts. But here's the other side of this. So that's one side of the coin. Here's the other side of it. You can compress the time that you need to do things from decades to days through wisdom of others. There are paths that you can take that if you find wise people, if you find people that are better than you at whatever area you want to be better at, they can tell you how to get there faster. I said, I love pickleball. I've really enjoyed pickleball. And you know what? I can spend all the time I want on YouTube University. I can spend all the time I want trying to, well, YouTube University is better than just me trying to figure it out on the court. But then next thing you want to do is YouTube University doesn't work to be a master. To be a master, somebody needs to look at your game. And what is your game? Whether it's real estate, whether it's pickleball, whether it's your relationships, whatever it is, somebody needs to look at it and see something that you don't see. When I was coaching high school soccer forever, when I would get on the field, lace up the boots and play with the kids, it was great. But when I stepped off to the side, I could see things that I wasn't able to see when I was in the game. So you need to have somebody that is outside the game that can look in and give you wisdom. Next, you should have a personal board of directors in your life. You should have people in every area of your life that you can reach out to that has freedom to talk to you about that area of your life, whether it's faith, family, fitness, finances, I'm sure there's more F's that I can add, but uh, you know, whatever effort and you want people to coach you in. Oh my gosh, that went really wrong really quick. Oh my gosh. All right. Wherever you want people to coach you, you find people that are really good to be your board of directors.
characters in that area. Oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. All right, I'm just going to move on to the next one. You can have everything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want in life. That's the Zig Ziglar motto. I believe that a thousand times over. Next, never be the genius with a thousand helpers. Never. What does this mean? Jim Collins talks about this. He said, this is the top top tier leaders. The ones that are super prideful and not humble are the ones that want to be the genius. But again, the ones that are humble and the ones that create great organizations are the ones that never want to be the smartest person in the room. You want to surround yourself with people that are brilliant. And you're, you just happen to be the one that kind of directs these brilliant people in the path we're going. But don't be the genius with a thousand helpers. Next, you need to ask yourself, are you in your genius zone? I've got a big sign in my office that says, are you in your genius zone? And there's so many times where I look at what I'm doing in my life and I'm doing things that I'm better at than a lot of other people in my world, but it's not my thing that I'm like my genius zone stuff. Right. So like my genius zone is this, I'm an an incredible problem solver. I'm incredible at bringing energy to whatever I'm focused on. I'm really an incredible connector where I can see people that are excellent in their field and bring them together and then give them a vision. So those are the things that I need to be doing with my life. And if I'm outside of that zone, it doesn't work for me, right? Like I'm maybe I'm good, but I'm not great. So that's where we need to be in our genius zone. Next, your life grows to the extent you grow. Your life grows to the extent you grow. If if you're hitting a glass ceiling, if you feel like you're stuck somewhere, like your whole thing is that, that you need to think bigger. And I'm just telling you, it goes back to that life map, the people that you bring into your life. You need somebody in your world that helps you see from a bigger place. That is how your life can grow to the extent you grow. The next one is keep going. You want to know why you lose? You lose because you quit. You lose because you think something is going to be easier. And I'm telling you, this is the problem with most entrepreneurs. You hear somebody on a podcast or on a panel or at a conference, and you're like, oh my gosh, I should have just done YouTube. I would have, my business would make 10 times what it makes now if I just started doing YouTube instead of this. And then you start doing YouTube and it doesn't work. Well, here's the deal. I heard Alex Ramosi talk about this. Everything starts with uninformed optimism. Oh, if I start YouTube, I'm going to make a billion dollars. And then you get informed pessimism because it's harder than you thought. Then you go into the belly of the beast where it's, oh, this is the worst. And that's when most people quit. And they're like, oh yeah, I'm done. But the people that keep going are the ones that figure it out and then get to informed optimism. And so that's the path there. If it was easy, everybody would do it. No, it's never easy. You have to push through. And think about movies, right? What movie would you love where the hero had everything given to him from the very beginning and had no hard times. The reason we love the heroes in the in our favorite movies is because they overcame hard things, right? You've got to be an overcomer if you really want to accomplish the life that you've always dreamed you would have. Next one is dream bigger. Think bigger. If you're with people in your life that bring you down, you've got to think bigger. Next one, you are not a victim. You are not a victim. And I'll tell you what, I know a lot of people who have had terrible things happen to them in life, terrible things, horrendous things. 
And I also know that I know people that their life was a living hell. And I don't use that word lightly, but somehow they have overcome, right? There are people that have it harder than you in whatever area you are that have overcome. So don't let that, whatever somebody else did to you at whatever point in time, don't let that rob you of the rest of your life. Right now, if you say, oh, I would be great if only my boss, I would be great if only this, if only that. No, none of that is true. You would be great if you choose to not let that stuff hold you down and then you decide, I am going to be a winner. I am not going to be a victim. I am not going to let whatever happened take any more from me. Next, delayed gratification. If you can push off gratification and keep going, you can win. But the problem is everybody wants the car now, so they put it on car payments. And then it it robs them because your car payments are terrible. Everybody wants whatever it is in life, so they swipe the credit card. And then you have credit card debt that robs you of your life. Everybody wants what they want and they want it now. But the people that are willing to want what they want and then put in the time are the ones that actually get it. So you need to delay gratification. With that said, Master the Mundane in the book Atomic Habits, which I keep in my office to remind me of the habits that I need to have daily to win in life. They said Olympic athletes could keep doing the boring. They could master the mundane. And that's why they could become the best in what they do. Where the rest of us get bored and then move on to the next thing that we think will be easier. And then we spend our whole life being a jumper and never being a master. Next, learn through asking questions. Or the way I like to phrase it is be curious. A lot of my closest friends say that I ask more questions (laughs) per capita than anybody they've ever met in their life. And I I do. I just, I'm always curious. I want to know more. I want to know more. Tell me more. And especially if somebody really loves something, even if it's something I don't love, I want to know why they love it. Or if they're an expert at something, you're like, I'm not an IT guy. If somebody is like a world-class at whatever it is in IT, I want to know what that is. (laughs) Next, always take notes. If you don't take notes, you've signaled to your brain that it's not important to remember. Always take notes. Why do we take pictures with our camera? Because we want to remember it. Signal to your brain. Your brain is so much more powerful than you give it credit for. Take notes. Tell your brain this is important. Next, in a world that we live in, you can pick your profits. And what does that mean? You can choose who you want to listen to. I love listening to podcasts and say, if I like somebody's vibe, I want to hear everything that they do. I listen to all of their podcasts. I listen to all their books. I I do as much as I can to learn from them. So pick your profits and you can pick them well. I'm trying to get through this quickly because I know we're at the top of the hour. Imitate, then innovate. Or or here's my favorite quote. Originality is forgetting who you stole it from. R&D, rip off and deploy, right? Imitate, then innovate. And one of the things I like to say is always do what successful people do, then learn to think like successful people think. My wife always says, she's a writer, and she says, the worst writers in the world break all the rules of writing. The best writers in the world break all the rules of writing. The difference is the best writers in the world know the rules because they've imitated, so then they can innovate. So now they know the rules, so then they can break the rules in a way that's super, super powerful and, and really cool. Next. Learn until mastery. Do you see a, a a pattern here? It's all about learning and it's all about continuing to go to mastery because it gets it's so easy to start something new at the beginning, but it's so much harder 
once we once we get through something where where it gets harder and our learning we're we're getting better in, in like when we start we get better in miles but when we want to get to mastery we got to get better in inches next bold humility i am a massively confident person but i also consider myself a massively humble person i if if i respect somebody i will sit at their feet i will ask them every question i can to learn to be like them so be bold but have humility you do not know everything the second you think you know everything you are out bold humility is so powerful next your network is your net worth so powerful these are my life principles that i i go by i've got a massive network and it's definitely is the reason why i have the net worth that i have today i work to give as much as i can to the people in my world legitimately anybody like anybody that i have a good relationship with could call me and ask me for favors and i want i literally try hard to never say no right i want to say yes to people and i know the most successful people in the world say no more than they say yes but i want to live my life one of my life's goals is to add so much value to everybody in the world around me that it, it just my network will continue to grow next kill the monsters while they're young how many times have you had conversations with people and like maybe you bring in an employee or maybe you're working with somebody and something happens and you really don't like it at the beginning and you're just like oh I'll overlook it and then it happens again I'll overlook it and then it turns into this massive thing kill the monsters when they're young my friend tom kroll says if you enter into a business relationship with somebody you can either have the uncomfortable uncom- conversations at the beginning or you can have the uncomfortable conversations when the relationship has exploded so you have two choices and i was like all right that's a that's interesting last two you can only expect what you inspect you can't expect everybody to do well if you don't spend time on it and actually one of the one of my favorite phrases which i'm going to have to add to this is attention is life's fertilizer right attention is life's fertilizer so you can only expect what you inspect and then the last one is just do it go do it you're never going to have enough energy you're never going to have enough information you're never going to be good enough you're never going to be prepared enough you're never going to be smart enough you're never going to be you're never going to be you're never going to be any of this stuff but the reality is the people that do it never start prepared they become that as they're doing it so just go out and do it and don't let anybody take it away from you all right guys go kill it if i can do anything for you again follow me on on instagram @cradrock c r a d d r o c k send me a dm if i can serve you there if you are looking we have joined exp and we are working to help people build wealth through real estate so if that's something you want to have a conversation about reach out but at the end of the day guys there's nothing better than winning and being excellent in life so please go out activity make your calls be better at what you say Go kill it. Thank you See for ya. tuning in to this episode of Uncommon Real Estate. Subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with the latest mastermind conversations from Chris, Jeff, and other uncommon real estate industry leaders. If you love this podcast, please write us a review. And to fast track your real estate career, go to chriscraddock.com.